This podcast has been brought to you by GM Moving, part of Greater Sports. We're here to help the people of Greater Manchester get moving and to improve lives through physical activity. Hi, so I'm Eve Holt, I'm the Strategic Director at GM Moving. So this is about us sharing ways of moving, learning, leading and staying connected during the COVID crisis. Um, and today I'm really pleased to be joined by Sally Carr from the Proud Trust. So when I joined GM Moving um, just eight weeks ago, um, my core mission at the time was to look at how we um, help close the gap in health inequalities in Greater Manchester. And I saw supporting more people to get moving, to get active, to redesign moving back into the everyday lives of people here as one key way in which we can do that. Um, and that means very much addressing the very real structural inequities that exist within our society, um, which mean that it's a lot harder for some people to stay active and to keep fit and well than it is for others. Little did I know eight weeks ago um, that six weeks into my job, um, we'd be in COVID lockdown. And the inequities that exist have been made all the more acute so if you are somebody living in an overcrowded household, then obviously the ability for you to keep active within that space um, is all the greater. Um, and as are the chances of you actually spreading, catching COVID um, are obviously much higher as it's a lot harder to stay distant from each other. And there's more likely chance that one of you at least um, is going to be potentially uh, an essential worker, is going to be having to be operating outside of the household day-to-day -day basis um, and obviously a greater need to do essential shopping just when you have um, a higher density of people living within any one house. Um, similarly, if you're living with a disability, then your access to physical activity is a lot harder. Um, it's really a lot harder for you to potentially get outside. Um, you might be reliant on a carer and a personal assistant and the care that you've usually received um, prior to COVID may longer um, be available to you um, or the people that you've generally relied upon and had relationships with who know what matters to you, know how best to support you, may of course themselves be ill or need to self-isolate. So there's a whole load of reasons why the inequities and inequalities that we see within Greater Manchester and um, the social determinants of health are brought into even sharper light during the COVID crisis. So given that, um, I can make a whole load of assumptions about what I think may be some of the challenges that particular communities of interest across Greater Manchester may be experiencing right now. But it's much better when you speak to people who are on the front line and who are actually working with people. So today I'm absolutely delighted that Sally's going to be able to share with us some of the work that she's doing with young people in the LGBT community um, and to shed some light on what might be some of the challenges they're currently facing and some of the ways that she's helping them to overcome that and hopefully give us some tips um, for what we can do whether that's as a resident a citizen um, an organization 
um, and across the system to ensure that the gift of moving, of getting out of the house um, where that is possible for your daily dose of exercise, for keeping active in your house is not a gift that's only for some. Um, so I'm going to be handing over to Sally. Thank you for joining us. Can you share um, yeah, a little bit about your yourself your role at the Proud Trust. Yeah absolutely so my name's Sally Carr and I'm the operational director at the Proud Trust. We're the largest LGBT children and young people's charity in England and we offer a lot of different services for LGBT children and young people, uh, youth groups and one-to-one work and projects, volunteering and work experience, all sorts of uh, different aspects. And are there any, is there any particular work you're doing to support the young people you work with to keep active? Yeah, absolutely. Sport is at the heart of what we do in physical activity because we know that for an, a lot of LGBT plus children and young people, they're often put off sport and activity at an early age. Uh, School-based PE is quite traumatising still for a lot of young people. We did some research recently funded through Sports England uh, and that research was completed at the end of March 2020 and it revealed a story that is age old really about young people and children uh, being put off PE at school. Um, some of that about LGBT phobia but some of it about specifically transphobia and also um, the physical setup of some of those environments just do not accommodate the emerging identities under the LGBT mm. plus umbrella. But at the Proud Trust, in recognition to that, we have had a lot of input where we've trained our staff in various sports so that they're now sport trained and are sport coaches. So we combine the youth work with the coaching to enable us to be able to work and engage young people in sport as participatory. And that is both sport that you can get involved in on your own and uh, team and group sport as well. And we always try and make it fun and engaging. Sometimes we do put a little bit of competition into that. We run um, the Pride Youth Games in the Northwest region every year where we bring the LGBT youth groups from across the Northwest together to engage in a day of sport. And we've designated September as Sporty September for LGBT plus young people. And in this current climate that we're in, where we're delivering digital youth work, we've written a digital LGBT youth work pack that has a whole section on sport and physical activity and keeping moving, uh, a range of different activities that our youth workers have been doing young people on their digital youth spaces that we've got set up. And some of that is as simple as breathing and stretching and inversion, just simply hanging upside down on your sofa <laughs> is actually quite good for you. <laughs> as well as things like voguing and very simple short inputs of yoga and pilates a little bit of juggling things like that and a lot of singing because that's good for you it's good for your lungs so we're doing things like that sounds great so how can anybody listening in or watching get hold of that pack and that information that you pulled together oh that's that's easy people can just get in touch with us our information address is just simply info at the proud trust.org and if anybody out there works with young people um, and having listened to you then is keen to make sure that they can do more in the work that they're doing to ensure it's inclusive of young people who are lgbt what is there any particular tips that you would give them other than you know coming to yourselves really possibly some training and advice and resources what would be some of the the first things you think they should be considering okay we'd like 
obviously people to get in touch with us. We want to be as helpful as we can where we can. We've also got a little bit of money that was given to us from Greater Sports that allows us to do some training for sports clubs to actually identify and look at where they can resolve matters to make their clubs more accessible and inclusive for LGBT plus children and people to be part of. So we are open and we do want people to get in touch and we can look where we can help people as we go along. So in this kind of strange new world we're in at the minute in COVID, and as you said, you've now moved all your um, provision and offer online, um, we're really thinking about, you know, applying an inequalities lens really to how people stay active at the minute. Um, there's been a lot of, I guess, noise really around stay in, work out and, you know, what you can do. And, you know, some people obviously currently um, feel comfortable to walk out and enjoy their daily dose of exercise by going around their local park or, you know, going out for a jog or on their bike. But it feels like that is a gift for some at the moment, not necessarily something that feels as accessible and open to everybody. So are there any particular challenges and barriers that you think um, are faced by the young people you work with? Yeah, absolutely. You know, whilst young people are in a variety of different home settings then there are challenges emerging there for some young people being at home is is quite pleasant and for some of us it is absolutely not a pleasant experience um, and you're right that for some people the idea of being out in public spaces is much dreaded because of previous experiences of being out in those spaces and not being also being physically out but being out as an lgbt plus person as well so those cha those challenges still exist for people and what we would say is that people shouldn't necessarily feel that they can't be in those spaces but they need to know how to report on any lgbt phobia or uh, hate that they're experiencing mm -hmm. whilst out in those spaces and to alert the police to those experiences as well we've done a lot of work particularly british transport police about um, uh, young people reporting to them LGBT hate so we would encourage young people to feel if they can leave the house to be out and at least to be doing a walk of a minimum of around 5,000 steps uh, a day and if mm. they can't be out then to use the spaces around the house and if they have got balconies, balconies or, or garden spaces to be out in there stretching and breathing as I say are, are kind of essential at these times. Mm, absolutely. I think about my own, um, I've got three teenagers of my own who are definitely moving a lot less at the minute than when they at least, you know, walked to and from school or to their mates' houses and did their normal stuff that was sort of designed in without them thinking about it, really. Mm. Um, and I don't think, you know, I feel like I have to push them out of the house at the minute. And um, they, you know, just for them, there's a certain sense of the vulnerability, really, of not being in their pack of mates. Um and they don't necessarily want to walk out with me as much as I might want them to. So, I, you know, I can imagine that would be particularly acute, really, if you're someone who, you know, is fearful of hate crime, whether that's due to your sexuality or any other reason, where you may feel, you know, just all the more nervous about being out there and not being able to hang out in your, you know, your tribe or your pack in a way that you might do normally. So um, certainly something for us all to be kind of mindful, I think, when we're, thinking about what we're encouraging or assuming that people can do um, and what might not be possible. So yes, definitely breathing, using what spaces we do have. So in all of this, how, how do you like to keep moving, Sally? I've, uh, by the end of this experience, Eve, I think I'm going to be totally hench because I'm doing yoga every morning. 
<laughs> I'm running three times a week. I'm having a, a long evening walk, and uh, next week I'm going to start some uh, body balance. So it, it is. Uh, I've, I've taken on more physical activity. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but what what of course I am missing what I would usually do is uh, go swimming yeah 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 so I think yeah you, you're one of a, a relatively small percentage but there is a number of people out there that feel they're doing more at the minute I think I'm I'm hoping I'm going to have abs of steel because we've got so many uh, we've got our team plank session we now have every morning which uh, <laughs> is part of our coming together as a great sport community which is lots of laughs but uh, yeah we'll see we'll see what how we all emerge at the other end but it feels important um, part of us all staying strong and fit and well, doesn't it, really? Oh, if yeah. we can then support those that we're working with. So, um, yeah. wow, yeah. fab. <laughs> I look forward to taking you on to an arm wrestle or something when we get, get to on. meet after the, after the <laughs> lockdown. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much um, for everything you're doing. And, yeah, stay in touch and uh, keep moving. <laughs> and take care cheers thank you if you've enjoyed this podcast why not share it or tell a friend about it and if you've got feedback or ideas for future episodes please get in touch with our team at greater sport using the links that you'll find on our podcast page